Blog Talk Radio. Hello, hello, hello. Kellen Patterson of the O'Kellen clan. People be real talk. Midwest muscle in all of the world. Yes, we are. Because we can. Anywho, <laughs> this program is sponsored by P4P Muscle, the number one drug-free sponsorship foundation in all of the world. All of it. And if you are a drug-free athlete, all of it. All of it. Todo el mundo. And are looking for a solid foundation to stand on and possibly a vehicle to drive your goes like what does I <laughs> like a Mack truck through ice cream, chocolate ice Which? cream with snicker, yep, snickerdoodle sprinkles. Yeah, snickerdoodle sprinkling on it. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead, say it. <laughs> I said it. I said it. And a side dash of chocolate way for her win. Check us out at peepopemuscle.com. And now let's shit chatter with our banter. Hello, Desiree. How you doing? Hello. Hello, Kaylin O'Kellen. And you know, since you've been stressing that we are in all of the world, not quite all of the world, but you know, we're making our way around the world. We haven't had a roll call in like a long time, Kaylin. So wherever you're from, wherever you're from, let us know so we can give you a a shout out. You know, maybe we'll only have people from the U.S. tonight. I don't know. But if you're from wherever you're from, and if you're from the U.S., give us a state. Let us know. And uh, we'll give you a shout out. But uh, speaking of Trinidad, check it in. Trinidad? Trinidad? Yeah, Aussie, 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 of course. Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. Oi, oi, oi. Oi, oi, oi. time, 7 o'clock. All right, perfect. So we're all sitting at 7 o'clock in the evening over here. Yeah. I like it. India India is like, I think, 15 hours ahead of us. 15 hours ahead of us. It's in the a.m. there. All right. All right, guys. Well, thanks for starting your day with us. So as you heard, so I didn't even get the shout out, but here's Ramsey. You know, Ramsey, you, I and I know your name is Ramsey and not Ramses, but this makes me think of one of my favorite movies, which is Nacho Libre with Jack Black. <laughs> There's oh. Ramses de Luchador. <laughs> and that's what I think of when I think of your name. But you're clearly not a luchador. <laughs> well, maybe you no. are, but that's not the sport we're talking about tonight. We're here to talk about you and natural bodybuilding. So, Ramses Rodriguez, please introduce yourself to our listener land. Oh, wow. 
Hey, well, hi. It's great to be on your show. Thanks so much for having me. I uh, am, I guess I'll, I'll wear several hats, uh, humbly speaking. I'm a competitive bodybuilder. I'm uh, also practicing sports trainer and nutritionist uh, and a big promoter of natural bodybuilding. Oh, and I have yes. my own. Uh, I have my own uh, um, um, business uh, side business of uh, supplementation. So I have a another business avenue there, which is really cool. So a little bit of everything. Maybe maybe a little bit of a renaissance guy in this in this area of this field of fitness. All right, awesome. KP, why don't you yeah, kick uh, us off tonight? Yeah. Well, first we we, we got to get a little backstory about well, you know what what brought you in to want to be and and um I know like for me I I I tell this a lot because a lot of people don't understand the the, the difference because you know bodybuilding is pretty much seen as bodybuilding to the mainstream world and I learned the hard difference uh quite early on and you know I I tell everybody you know quite often that I didn't want anything to do with bodybuilding after what I had seen Initially, it, it wasn't until I learned about natural bodybuilding that the interest really kicked in and piqued my interest to where I would uh, get this lifelong passion for it. Uh, let let us know and let the listeners know, you know, how you started out and what now had you wearing so many hats and being so passionate about it. Yeah, hey, I, I like your perspective. Um, you you basically seem to be pretty turned off by the mainstream bodybuilding out there and, and, uh, it, it, um, and only through natural bodybuilding that you really saw, feel figured you have a place, a place in bodybuilding. And well, you know, I had such a strong passion for lifting weights and building, building the body and bodybuilding that man, I did it twice as hard. Uh, I would do drug, non-drug tested bodybuilding events with NPC back in the late eighties and early nineties. I would still have the audacity to do that and did it and did oh. it until until natural bodybuilding and drug tests started coming around. And then, of course, I was more encouraged. But, man, basically just having a great passion for it. I was willing to get up there and compete against even the, the roided guys and, and still held my own. I was still face, facing the top line. That was a big beep. Yeah, Do I'm we here. still have Ramsey there? Okay. Yeah, I'm here. <laughs> but go ahead. Keep going, man. So, yeah, that's that. So then, so then um, I figured the only way that I can help find my potential, reduce the likelihoods of using steroids, help other athletes do the same was to get out there and learn as much as I can. So I got my degree in uh, physical education and then got involved with the uh, NSCA, the National Strength Conditioning Association, and became a certified strength conditioning coach. So I really started mm-hmm. to get a really good handle on uh, the science of, of strength training. All so right. then from there... So, no, keep going, please. Well, so then, then I started exploring other things. I was going through college. Honestly, while I was going through college, I was able to work at a natural food store, and 
um, got a lot of exposure in the, the supplement industry and, and nutrition that way. So I gained a lot of experience and good network through that. So then after I got my certification in, with the NSEA, I pursued to get my certification with uh, nutrition. So I got my cert- sports nutrition certification through the ISSN. And then from then on, I just kept exploring and working with key key people that I thought were experts in their respective fields and to learn from. So I have quite a few stories uh, through that process. And I, you know, I gathered right. quite, quite, a, quite a bit of information uh, this way and expertise level uh, improved. So I've been able to share that with athletes and help improve my own bodybuilding experience. And I think we've gotten really close, um, working with guys like uh, my mentors, the Dr. Angel Spassoff, working with him really took me to the next level. And uh, he's worked with athletes uh, drug-free and has been able to help them reach their potential. So he, he's, a, he's considered a world, world expert in science of sports training. So through him, I, I learned a whole lot. And I, I think we're getting close to bridging the gap of not feeling we have to use drugs. I hope so. I really <laughs> oh, you know, I do too. <laughs> I mean, and that's really what P4P Real Talk is. It, I mean, it's all about is spreading the word about natural bodybuilding and that it is an opportunity and that it is a legit thing that athletes can take advantage of if they're like you where um, they're competing in the MPC but they're natural and it didn't really feel like home you know, there is a home for those athletes. So I understand it's been about 25 years that you've been competing. Is that correct? Uh, add, add some more to that, Desiree. It's more like um, I'm closing in on 35. Wow. 35 years. Yeah, man. 35 wow. years grinding it out. Yeah. I, that I started. Is I did, fantastic. I, <laughs> thanks. You know what's really cool is I, I still love it, if not more now than I did when I first got started. So tell us about that. What I mean, what about it still has you so infatuated with the sport, even more than when you were just beginning? Well, one reason I probably enjoy it more now is because I know more. So rather than getting frustrated with my training, I know how to make the the best, the proper changes, and 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 keep making progress. Okay, um, and and when I first got started, you know, you just do it with a lot of energy and enthusiasm. When you first get started, mm-hmm. you know, so so you know you, you make some progress and you're like, okay, cool, cool, I'm getting, you know, I'm, I'm improving and so forth. But man, when you become a veteran, when you when you become a veteran, you, you you know a lot of ins and outs. You've learned your body, how it, how it works, and and of course, hopefully improved improved informa- uh, knowledge. So you you can you can craft it better, and so it's it's interesting on a more intellectual level, if you will. All like right, it. I mean. It's- I do, too. I mean, and, Kaylin, you've been competing for quite a while yourself. I mean, how many years do you have under your belt? Oh, and not no 35, that's for sure. I'm still trying to get to 10. Well, I'm even further behind you. Yeah, but Kaylin looks good. 
Yeah, you definitely learn your body, and you definitely learn the ins and outs of the sport. And, you know, I'm thankful to God that the bro science that was, like, so big in the sport has been weeded out for the most part. I mean, there's still up-and-comers that are still hearing some of that nonsense. But on a grander scale and scheme, it's not as widespread as it used to be because with the social media and uh, all the information that we have readily available to us, it's less dominant than what it used to be. I mean, some of the things that I was, and I'll put this in quotes, taught in the beginning were so embarrassingly wrong that uh, I'm thankful to God that they're no longer being shared uh, to to the up-and-comers because it's just so hard on your body. And, you know, naturals have to work really hard, really hard to get that one pound of actual muscle on their body to have those times wasted and just given to just straight ignorance. It's nice to see it going by the wayside and not dominating as much as it did back in the day because we're not enhanced athletes by any means, and our bodies do have to be taken care of a great deal, and and we have to be more mindful of everything down to the strictest detail sometimes just to get that one pound of body fat or one pound of muscle added to our bodies. So, you know, it's a lot going on, and I'm glad that we're seeing more and better, and with the – coaches and the nutrition coaches that we're having, we're seeing more phenomenal athletes on a more a more regular schedule. So I think these are the things that I'm appreciative of in the time that I started up until now. And I know that there were people that didn't like the back and forth that was going on with the different organizations. But I said, to me, it was almost like the movie The Godfather, where that bad blood has to be weeded out. And sometimes people are vocal because they're just fed up. And I, I understand that as well. But the industry as a whole can't die because there's always going to be a natural athlete. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and you make some great points. Uh, and and as, as a natural athlete or bodybuilder in this case, you really do have to – hopefully you really need to put forth twice twice the information. You use the information even more carefully, and, and sometimes in some cases twi- work, work out twice as hard. In, in a very in a mm-hmm. real smart way, in a smart way. For instance, in, in my off-season training, I'll train each body part two and three times a week. Wow. That's yeah. a pretty aggressive training schedule. A very. It yeah. Sounds and, like. No, it is. It is. It is, and I'm I'm in my early fifties, and I can still train. I'm training each body part twice a week. I'm training two three hours a day. I'm training twelve to fifteen hours right now. A week. That's amazing. Well, first of all, I never would have guessed you were in your early 50s, so I'm going to say that's fantastic again. And then, so I, that's, wow, that is a very rigorous <laughs> training schedule. How are you, I mean, is there anything in particular or extra that you're doing to, um, you know, treat your body right after putting it through that kind of a grueling schedule? Well, it's just paying attention to all the details. That's what you have to do. For instance, you know, I'm on top of my caloric intake. I'm on top of getting enough protein. You know, I'm on top of getting the right amount of all the macronutrients. 
So pay attention to the nutritional part is, is, is very important, uh, getting the proper rest. Um, I love taking naps after lunch. Um, you know, in my culture, being yeah, Hispanic, we, we call it <laughs> siesta, so <laughs> I, I love my siesta. <laughs> oh, man. You get yeah. it. I'm all for it. <laughs> <laughs> but but the real meat and potatoes, though, is the training program. That There's a real – and we don't have, probably have enough time, or maybe we do, but – but there's a real science and art craft to to uh, to training program, you know, in and and for for the natural athlete. And the better you can really control all the training variables and principles, the better off you're going to be. So I've been really darn good at that. So I can stimulate the muscle and get it to recover pretty fast. All right, very good. And I know our listeners are going to ask this question, so we'll hit it now, but we'll also hit it later in the show because we'll get some folks that jump on later. But you're also a coach, you're a nutritionist, you're a trainer. You've also been um, a judge of competitions. But what I'm going at is folks are going to want to know if they would like to reach out to you or learn more about your coaching services, if you offer any online, or if they want to talk to you more about your other business, how do they find you? Sure. Probably the easiest way is just emailing me um, through, uh, through uh, synergen3 at gmail.com. You may have that, that email with you there, Desiree. I might, and we can post it. Oh, I know I do, um, and but not right in front of me. But, guys, we'll post it on the um, P4P Real Talk with Desiree and Kaylin Facebook page. But that's mm-hmm. S-Y-N-E-R-G-E-N at number three. gmail.com. Number three, so Synergen 3. So S-Y-N-E-R-G-E-N, the number three, at gmail.com. And so Correct. there you guys have that. Um, you can also um, look up Synergen 3 on the Internet, and you'll find Ramsey and his, uh, and his uh, business out there as well. Um, Ramsey, I do have a question here from one of our listeners. His name is Dale, and uh, he's asking, he's from Texas, and yes, Dale, he is. He says, or he's asking, how resistant has the enhanced world been to um, – I guess, natural, the promotion of natural bodybuilding in your area. I, I missed the first part. Could you repeat that again? Um, how resistant has the enhanced world been to the promotion of natural bodybuilding in your area? In in the, the last couple of months, we've had quite a few, not quite a few, a couple folks from um, Texas, some promoters of natural shows, and uh, we know that's kind of a hard nut to crack for the natural community. So Dale is wondering, um, you know, how, how, what that experience of the enhanced world has been like for you in promoting natural bodybuilding. It's it's still hard. I mean, it's it's, it's still hard. Unfortunately, it's still it's still uh, a lot of resistance. I think of it kind of like religion. You know, am I? Um, it's it's we're so we're so passionate and we have such strong values one way or the other. You know, am I Christian or am I Islamic? You know, and why? And uh, it's, it's kind of like that. It's 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 a weird culture, really. I I, I never quite understood it, but um, I think there's still quite a bit of resistance. I mean, if you look at the NPC shows attendance versus the natural bodybuilding shows, it's pretty pretty um, cut and dry. Uh, the difference is much bigger than NPC shows are. 
Uh, I just was recently a judge at the Urban Physique Show, uh, Javier's show, um, a few weeks ago. It was a great show. Javier did a great job. Um, I spent a good time with Denny and, and the family, with Keiko's family, who uh, who run the IMDA. And but uh, you know, unfortunately, it's just, it was just a small show compared to some of these NPC shows. So uh, it's it's still it's, it's still tough. But you know, it's it's because of guys like you, because of P P four P man, Midwest Muscle man. It's, this is is a great opportunity to really promote natural bodybuilding. Oh, thank you. Absolutely, I think it's really cool that you guys have that show. I think it's very cool. It's very bold. It's bold, you know. I, I guess I guess in the in the in the sport of bodybuilding, we're still a kind of a small group, you know. But but um, yeah, yeah. Well, so we're thing, growing. I, I, we're growing. The biggest thing about it is that we were so underground that to the mainstream we were almost buried, and that was the one thing that basically kept. You know me speaking out On our behalf Because it was To me it like the enhanced community Was doing so much to basically Make it non-existent Even though it was flourishing You know and, and on the local You know In the local venues and the local Communities there was a lot going On but just people never Talked about it because it was it was almost speaking against, by its very nature, it speaks against the enhanced community. There's no two ways about it. It has to do so because you are saying, I don't use drugs. But in doing that, you're saying someone else is. And so, you know, if, if, if you have people that are claiming a natural life and lifestyle, and I see this quite a bit. And, you know, I've even called people out in the gym, and there's, there's a guy that still hates me to this day for uh, t- telling him not to do it because the people that were following him were trying to keep up with his workouts, keep up with his regimen, and keep up with his recovery time. And I said, it's just not going to happen on a natural status. We do need the, the proper amount of sleep. We do need the, the right amount of food. We do need the proper food in our bodies. I mean, there's certain things we just cannot ingest and expect to compete and, and be competitive, that's for sure. So there's a lot of different dynamics that are going on. And still, you know, you, you, you even if you get, like, sick for a couple of days, that's a big thing in a natural a natural athlete's uh, a lifestyle. So, you know, there's, there's so much that happens, and it just wasn't being addressed. You know, you're supposed to be stuck with tuna in a can, uh, sardines, asparagus, uh, broccoli that you hate, a life that you hate. And this is all when I was, you know, just getting into it. And it seemed like the worst life ever. And I was thinking, why would anyone want to do that? But if you're already taking a, a choosing a life of drugs, then it really doesn't matter what's going on, uh, you know, with the food because, heck, the drugs are killing you. So, you know, I, it's, it's like, well, they, they'll take the hit and the loss to get that um, – time on stage and I, I guess the trophy in their hand and then you know whatever goes from there so for me it just didn't sound very appealing at all but like I said when I was introduced to the, the natural side of it then I saw the families the, the dads the wives the husbands the, I mean the, the children the cousins and family coming in there because there was no shame when it was you know drugs 
I mean, because there was no drugs. It, there was no shame of, uh, you know, the, the what's in the duffel bag. You know, if, if people basically opened up the, the stuff, it was basically to get their, their Snickers bar so somebody could get a little vascular when they're getting off stage. There was no needle to be poked into a hand or finger. There was nothing uh, guilty about what was going on. And I love that. I mean, I absolutely love that aspect where you could have a whole family cheering you on and you don't have to basically go anywhere other than on stage and off. You didn't have to go to the bathroom and then basically do an injection or, or pop some pills that were uh, pharmacy-based. So th- these things really challenged my paradigm, and it really changed my way of thinking as far as there's a healthy side to this, and you don't have to have the inroad of death other than living out a natural life. So th- these things, you know, really made a difference for me. And, you know, with your time in the sport, I'm sure you got to see the worst of the worst and hopefully the best of the best. And I would love to hear some of those stories shared if you have time, if, if we have time. Uh, well, uh, that's a great, great question there, Caitlin. I, I'm not sure exactly how to uh, describe it all. I, I'm a pretty unique guy. I'm pretty different, you know. And, and my dad had to remind me, has to remind me of that from time to time. I don't. I, there's not a whole lot of natural bodybuilders, so I don't have a whole lot of friends with with them. I just got back into the sport, uh, competing again last year, and I have to give Javier uh, credit for that. He really sparked me and get me get, by getting me more involved, by getting back involved with the INBA. But I never, you know, really. Care to be too close to those guys doing the drugs, and there's such a few of us, us fraternal group, if you will, in the natural side that I, I, I guess I kept a little bit more to myself, um, and I was always involved with other things. I was be, be there being a strength coach and working with athletes, um, so I never quite got too too uh, close to um, either side. Um, there's definitely a difference in culture. Um, the drug culture yeah. is totally different uh, than the natural culture, and you, you, you touched upon this really well. Uh, and it immediately took me to the Urban Physique Show here in Dallas. Um, the, the people, the competitors, the judges—everyone's more friendly. Uh, it has a it has a nice vibe to it, a good energy to it. Uh, we're not yeah. out trying to outdo each other the whole time. We're supporting each other. Yeah. Um, so the the, exactly. the, the, the natural. The natural bodybuilding culture is definitely uh, uh, a breath of fresh air, man. It, it, it's, it's where you really want to be. Um, so what if you don't have 23-inch arms? You know, the physiques still look good. At the end of the day, what are we trying to do? We're trying to improve our bodies, look better, and be healthier. And that's, that we, 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 we're, we're achieving that. Uh, and the cool thing is... Yes, for sure. And the, and the cool thing is, uh, man, I've been doing this naturally for so so, so damn long. Uh, it's just like it, it's my lifestyle. It makes me feel good uh, inside and out. So um, that's been the bit, one of the biggest benefits from, to natural bodybuilding is, is my health and my vigor and vitality. Man, it's on point. Um, I'm a high-energy guy, and I just enjoy life. Awesome. Fantastic. I mean, and that's the way that life should be lived. I mean, and you are actually getting ready to step off and do some exciting, step off, step up, 
step up either way, I guess. <laughs> Something pretty exciting here <laughs> in the next couple of weeks because you're going to be heading to Athens, Greece, I understand. Yeah, I'm so pumped about this. Uh, I, 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 like I mentioned a while ago, I, I got back involved. See, I took a hiatus. I took about a 10-year hiatus. I competed at the Natural Olympia and a few other shows in 2010. And then I took some time off, had an injury. So that was a good excuse uh, not to uh, not to train so hard and get too involved. Uh, then uh, I got back involved last year, and uh, the you know the it's what's really cool is the sport, the bodybuilding, the natural bodybuilding. Um, it's just always under your skin, you know. All you got to do is just massage it or scratch it a little bit, and the fever comes out. Yep. Yep. You know, and and that's the and truth. you start making. Yeah, and you start making some, you know, good gains, losing weight, leaning out, abs looking better. Man, you're on to it. You know, you're on to it. So, so um, I, I'm taking a long route here to answer your question or, or fill in that. <laughs> That's but, okay. Um, but yeah, I I uh, got back into competing last year and uh, won the show in in Connecticut. In Connecticut, and then I competed at the Olympia. And uh, now I'm getting ready for the Pro-Am in Greece. My goal is to win to get my pro card. Um, I've been training get, I've been training uh, five months straight for this show. So I am ready to get, get it going. Um, I'm going to be in much better shape this year. I'm dropping close to 20 pounds uh, since, since January. And, right. uh, you know, I've got one week to go. So... Uh, I'm confident. I'm confident uh, I'm going to be looking better. Here's the other cool thing about natural bodybuilding. Here I am at my age, and I still firmly believe I can get in the best shape of my life. And that's truth. It's not like I'm going to go up there, well, less than what I want, put it that way. Everyone's got their own, <laughs> you know, standards. Standard. So, you know, for for me, I still know that I can still get in the best shape of my life at this age. And now I may not be that way for much longer, but I'm still uh, capable of doing that. And I'm gonna, I'm hopefully going to prove that this year, you know, beginning with the uh, show in Greece uh, next week. So, uh, yeah, oh I'm, I'm pumped up for it. It's next week already. Yeah, a week from Saturday. It's gonna, by the way, it's going to be broadcast. It's going to be broadcast live on on Facebook. All right, folks. Well, we're definitely going to have to tune in and catch that. So, is this your first international show? Ah, oh, great question. You know what? It, yes, it is. And it's it's my first international, my first time to Greece. Uh, so I'm really excited about this opportunity. I'm curious to see what the competition okay. is going to be like and the culture and so forth. Well, we've spoken to a handful of athletes on the show that are prepping for Greece as well, and they are super excited. We've got some friends from Italy that will be there, Australia, uh, some of our friends here in the U.S. I think, I forget the number, but I feel like there's close to 27 people from the U.S. that are going over there. Maybe I'm making that up, but I feel like somebody shared that with me, so it sounds like mm-hmm. there's going to be a pretty strong U.S. contingent. So with this being your first international show, what is your strategy to, um, I guess, travel and get ready to step on that stage, giving all of the things you're going to have to do, you know, in a country that you've never been to before? 
Well, honestly, it's not going to change a whole lot. Uh, I think I'm having more trouble getting my flight and travel arrangements taken care of than I am preparing. You, you know, your body, your body's a system, is, is a comprise of systems. So I, I'm just doing everything I have been doing, and it's been working pretty well. So uh, diet is not going to change too much. Training is not going to change too much. Um, I'm hoping, I'm hoping my posing routine. Uh, with my American music uh, will appeal to them. I'm using a, a, a new a new song that's out that I think is going to be really cool. Um, so, you know, generally speaking, not much is going to change as far as the strategy for dieting or training. Um, but I'm hoping to bring my uh, – I got I got awarded Best Poser in Connecticut last year, so I'm actually going to be working hard at trying to improve uh, my, my routine. Take it, make it even better, and see how the international uh, people like it. All right, yeah. that's exciting. <laughs> yes, it is. I mean, that, that's truly an international show. And one of the things that just blew me away, because uh, I, I did one, it wasn't international, I was actually still stateside, but I got to see the international flavor. And I was just blown away just by the different cultures, styles, and the approaches to bodybuilding. I mean, like, we have a passion. And some countries, it's a love affair that's just frightening. And and I was, you know, when we have that in, in sports. I've seen it in uh, uh, football a lot, you know, because it's almost like a religion. And over there, it's almost uh, bodybuilding is like a religion because they, they really – don't go at it from an ego or, you know, any other directive other than it's just so ingrained in their their ideologies where that is the thing for the area. And I was, I was just blown away by how driven they can be. There There is no excuse. Like, we, we tend to, <clears throat> you know, you get a flat tire in a car, you forget your headphones, and, you know, oh, man, you know, I'm not going to make it. That they double down to get it done, like that even makes them more determined because they think you know that's the devil trying to keep them from getting them gained. So you know, I I just was <laughs> blown away by you know that that way of thinking because that was something so new. Because like where we have an option or an excuse, they have absolutely none, and there's no reason why they shouldn't. And you know the Flintstone gyms are quite uh, prominent and dominant. And you still see the physiques that they're bringing to the stages. It's just really phenomenal. And uh, I hope you get to get as many conversations as you can and knowledge from them and bring that back here so we can become even better natural athletes, if you don't mind. No, no, definitely, definitely. I I, I like what you said, and, and, and it's very insightful. Um, and I, I kind of get that vibe, too, even though I haven't been to this particular part of Europe of, 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 before. I couldn't, I can't get mad about that. 
Okay. Yeah, but I, I, I like what you said too. Uh, it's basically, you know, another way of describing it is their work ethic out there. You know, their work ethic is is, is for for the sport is, is it seems to be really. Uh, really strong, really good, and it's great to see that. And I'm, I'm going to feed off that. I'm going to be inspired by that too. Um, by, by the way, my my mentor was from the neighboring country of Bulgaria. Um, oh wow! So, yeah. Um, so uh, he was very fond of the Greeks. He's very fond of the Greeks in a lot of ways. Uh, so my knowledge that I, that I got from him comes from that part of the world. So I've already got a good okay. foot in there. Very cool. So I've got a totally off-the-wall question because nobody ever asked guys this question, although I give Kaylin a hard time about it sometime. But what color posing suit are you going to wear? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that a girl question? I think it's a girl question. You, I think, you know it. what, guys? I mean, come on now, guys. Come on, guy athletes out there, male athletes out there. You have to put some thought into what color posing suit you want to wear. No, of I mean, course. Come on. You can't just say you just throw one on. I know you guys pick. You have your favorite colors. Well, my favorite my favorite is like a, like a, a blue, aqua, aqua color. But I, I've, I, I've gotten some um, uh, burgundy ones with with that. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna probably maybe look a little better in. So I'm gonna probably go with a burgundy color this time. Got a little better cut right. on the posing trunk. All yeah, right. But well, I, thanks for being a good sport, Ramsey. Sure. <laughs> sure. That's, that's not bad. That's not. Can, I can handle that. <laughs> yeah, it's not bad. It's not bad. I've been I've I been asked have to worse. Yeah, and it could be worse. It could be worse. But I will have <laughs> to say, okay. though, I usually, when I do give Kalen a hard time, it's because he used to have this favorite pair of posing trunks that oh, were brown. Oh, you Brown? <laughs> that totally matched his tan when he was tan. So he would be up on stage <laughs> just looking like like he wasn't wearing any posing trunks when he really yeah. was. So that's, <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> what do we call that? I, I never made brown, the connection. Hey, wait, hold on, hold on. In my defense, I used to have some really poor tans, so it never really looked like that until my tanning was better. And then it made a difference because I'd been going with them for so long, it really didn't factor in because my tans were that poor. But after, you know, I started understanding how important tanning was and how much it shows and, and, and shows up on stage, that's when – you know, the the people in the audience were like, hey, maybe you might want to reconsider uh, the color of posing trunks that you have. So, man. That's, that's funny. And so lately he's, been, lately he's been rotating his cotton candy blue trunks or his yeah. tropical punch red, which are both P for P, pre-workout, or BCA flavors, actually BCA flavors. So that's, that's what we call them there. But I digress here. Real quickly, because we're going to run out of time sooner than later, we have some more um, check-ins from around the world. So I just want to say, what's up to South America, Africa, Central America, Mexico, Canada, China, and Japan. Thanks for checking in, and thanks for listening. We love having you as part of our listener land. So thank you so much. Wow. A shout-out to the Latinos. There you go. There you go. There you go. All right.
right. So, Ramsey, you've been a coach. You're an athlete. You've also been a judge. From the judging perspective, what are some of the more exciting things you're seeing on the natural bodybuilding scene? Um, well, first let me say I love being a judge, okay? You know, when you really love a sport, you you, you, you all, all aspects of it. I can be in the audience and and get excited uh, with competitors on stage. Uh, being a competitor obviously is very exciting, and being a judge is is, is great. is great too. Uh, I love the challenge of, of judging of judging uh, the athletes on stage. Um, so, some of the could you repeat that part again with the question? I just asked, what are some of the more exciting things you're you're seeing from a judge's perspective? Um, in the sport. Hmm. Well, in, in uh, the, the posing routines, there's some really great posing routines out there, and I always look for that. I think that's one of the best ways a bodybuilder is going to express themselves um, is, is through their routine. So uh, I, I'm seeing some really nice posing ability and, and posing routines out there. Uh, I, I think I think the attitude on stage uh, among natural bodybuilding is just better. Uh, so I enjoy seeing that. Uh, I'm, I'm enjoying seeing the variety. Uh, the INBA brings in a whole different categories, men's physique and others. So I, I enjoy that, uh, seeing that. All right, very good. Kaylin, how about you? Uh, I'm totally at a blank. What was the question? <clears throat> What's, what's some of that? I said from a from a judge's perspective, what are some of the exciting things he is seeing in the sport? Oh, uh, the, the one thing that I, I'm always glad to see is, uh, and 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 we talked about this earlier, is the the friendly backstage back and forth where people are interacting more to help people before they get to the stage, because as a judge the worst thing that we can do is basically give the feedback that should have been given before they got to the stage instead of after, because basically uh, the physiques that are on stage are, are being shown better sooner. So we don't have to basically have to have first place getting fifth simply because of bad posing or bad tan. So that's one of the improvements I'm glad that uh, has, has taken effect and I'm really happy that these things are going on uh, earlier instead of later. Yeah, All yeah, right, very good guys. Yeah, the, the the overall presentations has gotten better. It's, it's gotten better. That's a really good point he made. Uh, the, the color, the tanning, um, the expediting uh, backstage, uh, but they're much yeah. more organized, much more organized, uh, better, better prepared um, for the show. I like I like getting okay. in the heat of the battle and, and and really making those athletes work. I like to get those top three, top five, and just just rotating them over and over and moving them around and watching them pose and work. That's what I like to do as a, as a judge. And and yeah. watch and see I how well they see how well they, they ahead, compose and keep the, so so well just see how well they can keep their composure and and and, and pose. Um, yeah, and, and it, it, they, they become. They, you know, what's really cool is once you get those guys a little bit more comfortable on stage, they come alive more. You know, and and it makes it really exciting. 
Yep. And I think you touched on exactly what I wanted to share from a judge's perspective is that there's just a lot more flair. I think the bodies are coming in better prepared. There's more confidence and there's more showmanship. I think we're seeing, you know, over the past even year or two than when I started competing about six years ago. I think all of that just continues to ratchet up. But I think some of that, too, is as the promoters ratchet up their game, the athletes are ratcheting up their level of presentation as well. So I find that very exciting about the whole aspect because it just makes it more fun to judge. There is more to judge. And especially when you have physiques that are neck and neck, um, you're looking for things that set the athletes apart. And they're getting better and better at, um, you know, differentiating themselves from the competitors on either side of them. So I think that's a pretty fantastic thing. Yeah, that's exactly what happened at the Airborne Physique Show a few weeks ago. We we were having a really uh, tough time between two competitors for, for, for first place, and we took them through the compulsory ra- compulsory round, and, and um, it, it was only a couple of poses uh, that made the difference between one over the other. And it was that was exciting. Awesome. I was starting to uh, to to, to uh, take it that far, and and be able yeah. to judge that. I mean, it, it is fun to watch for anyone out there who's never been to a natural bodybuilding competition. You really do have to check one out to really understand the things that we're talking and sharing about. I mean, and so you know, go to a show, but then look for a show that you hear the promoter is outstanding. And then just expect that much more from your experience. So it you you really do have to see one. You really do have to see one. All right, uh, Ramsey, I have a question for you from Bill. Um, he's asking, with you being in the sport for so long, what aspects of it did you disagree with um, in the beginning, and what are the improvements that you felt had to happen for the sport to continue to thrive? Wow, that's a great question. Go, Bill. (laughs) Go, Bill. Man, I have to write this down. Um, Well, the the, the disapproval, the things that turned me off basically in the beginning was was the the, the drug culture. I grew up here in Texas, you know, in this area, and there wasn't a whole lot of there was a whole lot of natural there was a whole lot of natural bodybuilding. Um, so that you know has always been the biggest you know, you know stain or black eye for, for 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 the sport that I had. So through natural bodybuilding is is why I'm still doing this or competing. That's why I'm competing. I was still trained, of course, but uh, to be on a competitive level, um, you know, finding the avenue of natural bodybuilding and getting away from the people who would do drugs, compete with that way. Um, the, the other thing I, that, that I didn't like about bodybuilding in the past was. Uh, is what we just talked about. I, I think the posing was bad. I think I think people just that t- try to get away with just flexing hard and think they had a big muscle. That's yeah. all they had to do. So the, the the presence or the presentation on stage was was you know lacking was lacking. <clears throat> uh, so the improvements uh, I would say you know more natural bodybuilding, drug free bodybuilding, uh, better presentation, uh, more camaraderie, uh, more community. Among among the uh, athletes, so that's that's making a big difference, and that's 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 what keeps me motivated and wanting to do, to do more. 
and I'm and I'm I'm wanting to do more for the sport in whatever capacity I can. I'm happy to be a coach. I'm happy to be a judge, competitor, sponsor, and I'm doing all of those right now. Yeah. What you know? If if I could, could piggyback that question because that that is an awesome question. I, I'm really liking that. And one of the things, like he said, is I was very sad in the beginning where so much of the enhanced community had filtered into the natural side. And I never understood a need to compete with drug abuse. That one used to just blow me away why anyone would want to compare themselves to that. And, you know, the promoters, and I was very glad that a lot of promoters had gone away that just were a stain on the natural side because basically they were in it for the money and they, you know, they treated the athletes like cattle. And I, I just did not appreciate or, or like that in any way, shape or form because natural athletes have to work so dang hard to give the best presentation that they can. And granted, some of them were doing a bucket list, but I'm talking about the hardcore athletes that were giving their all and basically getting a 30% show. And it just didn't seem fair at all. So I'm glad that has gone away. I'm glad the promoters have, uh, the ones that are still promoting or, or coming into promotion are doing it for the athlete instead of basically in spite of the athlete. So that, that was a big improvement for me. Um, one of the best things that has happened is more information is out there. Seminars are out there and all of this pre-show things that can help improve the sport, improve the, the show itself, and improve the identity of natural athletes. Uh, I love the fact that uh, the athletes are being promoted once the show is over. That's always a nice thing where they're being invited to the seminars, where they're being uh, engaged after basically being that piece of meat on stage. They're shown that they're, they're not a piece of meat by being engaged after the show and competition is over. That's one of the best improvements I've seen. And the interaction between athletes has become so good. I mean, like when they talk about a fitness family, I'm very thankful to God to be a part of that because I know what that means now because of uh, natural bodybuilding. And, that, you know, that, I just throw that out there. Des, it, it, could you have add to that or no? Um. You know, it's, I think I came into the sport at a time where a lot of the things that um, athletes were voicing um, displeasure with were starting to, I was like right at the cusp when all that change was just starting to come through. So from my perspective, you know, I didn't really have a whole lot in my experience that I wasn't happy with. I mean, the camaraderie was there. Um, we had a lot of great promoters, especially in my area, new up-and-comers starting to come up, changing the face of the game. Uh, you, were, uh, um, you, know, you know, improvements in the judging process as far as, you know, how individuals are selected to be judges and now how they are, um, or at least the criteria they're being asked to stand up against in order to maintain their ability to judge, at least with the NGA. Just a lot of positive stuff that's just been steadily happening over the last um, couple of years. And it's all been, it's all been pretty good. So 
I don't really have a whole lot to add to that from my experience. So it's good that, you know, we have someone like Ramsey who has been, you know, around for so long. And then, Kaylin, you're kind of there at the midpoint and me coming in just a little bit after that, just to be able to see this progression and how change is actually happening. Momentum is picking up, and it continues to pick up. And I'm glad that bikini was added and, you know, men's physique and classic physique and all of those things. Because, granted, had bikini not been part of the sport when natural bodybuilding popped up on my radar, I don't know that I would have jumped into it. So I've always said and I will continue to say that that was just sheer um, brilliance in bringing more women into the sport and making it more accessible. And, you know, I think it's helped to funnel the pipeline for the bigger category, so figure, physique, bodybuilding for women, even though we're still trying to bolster that bodybuilding level, but it, it just really brought a whole new level of attention and energy. So I'm just I'm just happy with a lot of the things that have been happening. That's all I have yeah. to say about that. <laughs> yeah, I would say bikini is probably, probably the most popular um, popular area in the sport, if not, or at least with the women, the, 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 the bikini. The bikini area, yep. yeah. Yeah, I was around. Go ahead. Oh, excuse me. I was going to say, I think it's really interesting how it's evolved. I was around as a judge, and and when NPC started, when they started really reducing the women's bodybuilding and and brought in uh, women's figure, and then it went all the way down to um, bikini. Um, so I think it's interesting how it evolved and. And of course, natural bodybuilding is is, is doing that as well. But I, I I remember seeing that evolve at that when when it went from women's bodybuilding to uh, figure. And I still think figures are a nice balance uh, a category to be in for women. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to try it out. We'll see how it goes. But I was just going to say I appreciate what go figure what a bikini and and even figure. Um, because figure wasn't always a thing, but what that has done for women's fitness and women's view of what being fit actually is and that there's more to it than just cardio and that you can (laughs) be a strong female and still be feminine and all of that great kind of stuff. So I definitely appreciate what the sport sport is doing for women's health overall. So I think that's fantastic. with that being said, guys, we just have a couple of minutes left, and Ramsey, you've been fantastic. But uh, when we have the time, what we'd like to do is offer our guests the opportunity to give shout-outs to anyone and everyone that has been supportive of them throughout their journey, and we'd like to give you that opportunity right now. Oh, that's so nice. Thank you. Yeah, I just shout-out to support. Uh, Kimberly, Kimberly has been really, really supportive and helpful uh, in my sports here, in my training. And uh, a shout-out to a few other friends, Nick Bennett and um, um, Kirk and Todd Daughtrys and some of my close friends. They've been really supportive uh, to my bodybuilding. So uh, I appreciate them so much. Um, it really takes more than just yourself at times to, uh, uh, to, to keep making progress and improvements. It sure does. KP, last thought on tonight. Well, I think Snickerdoodle is popular in Texas. <laughs> what was that? Uh, Snickerdoodle. So 
long story short, Kaylin and I have this ongoing battle of which uh, P4P whey protein flavor is better. He's in the snickerdoodle camp. I'm in the chocolate camp. And so this is our little <laughs> our little back and forth banter well, just, that we have. Mm-hmm. Okay. I had Apple Jacks flavor, as a matter of fact, just the other day. I thought it was really good. Wow. Well, there you have go. You, There's you, another one. Have you, have you tried that one? I, no, I can't to have say that I have. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm I had, still I had mustard out the energy to try the bone broth. Uh, no thanks. I'm, I'm no thanks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know what? Yes. I'm going to send you a sample of the chocolate bone broth protein. It tastes like a chocolate shake like you would get at an ice cream parlor. For real. It tastes like chocolate malt. It's it's pretty darn good. It doesn't sound good, but it is good. No, and no, anyway, no. there you have it. It's and again, for all you listeners out there that are that are 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 wondering why I even talk about it, it's if you're you know lactose intolerant and you're not looking for the dairy. And I know people say, well, I'm lactose intolerant and I still drink whey protein. Well, more power to you. Not everybody is as fortunate as you are. So there you have it. Snickerdoodle is snickerdoodle. I got your snickerdoodle. Anyway, fantastic show tonight, guys. So, Ramsey, we wish you all the best of everything as you go into your competition next week. So we're going to be watching you and a bunch of our friends, and we're excited to see how this is going to play out. It's going to be a lot of great competitors on that stage. So we're wishing you all the best there. Thank you. Thank you so much uh, for having me. I, I really enjoyed it. You guys are great. Oh, yeah, it's been a lot of fun. We need you guys. We need you guys in natural bodybuilding. We need you guys around a lot more. So thank you. We aim to be around as long as we can. And uh, for all of any of you folks who joined in late and uh, you didn't uh, hear Ramsey's contact information, the best way to reach him is by email. So if you're interested in any of his coaching services, just to pick his brain. He also has his own supplement company. You can find him at Synergen3 at gmail.com. So S-Y-N-E-R-G-E-N, the number three, at gmail.com. And with that, on behalf of Ramsey, Kaylin, myself, the boys from P for P Muscle, your body is a temple, so let's build it. You got it. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.